We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's December 28th. It is 2023, for a couple more days anyway. We have an eight-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined today by TJ. TJ, nice little eight-gamer, only you know one team on a back-to-back, so nothing too crazy here. How's it going, my friend? Doing pretty well. Had a fun Outside of the Brooklyn Nets, fun little six-game slate on uh, on Wednesday night. Get ready to get it going into Thursday night as well. I had a very restful holiday couple days. few accidental naps turned into two-hour midday sleeps. Uh, so feeling pretty revitalized and ready to get back at it. Yeah, um, I was, man, so I saw the Nets news come out where they started ruling people out and I instantly opened and jumped on Milwaukee minus three and a half might be the best bet I've made all year. <laughs> I mean, just one of those things uh, where it really worked out and um proud of myself for that one. So um, yeah, 
ready to get started here. It was a mess. Um, that whole Brooklyn situation was a mess. Um, I know a lot of people probably ended up playing like Cam Thomas and stuff. Um, just just an absolute mess from Brooklyn. They scored 122 points, and Jalen Wilson was the highest um, fantasy point player on their team on the slate. So he was minimum salary. If you rolled the dice on him, uh, kudos to you. Brooks had a good game, too, at minimum salary. I think he had like 23 or 24 DraftKings points. So uh, we get started here. We got a 7.30 lock for this Thursday slate. So right up with Thursday Night Football. We get started with Detroit at Boston, 229.5 total. Boston is a 17-point favorite at home against Detroit. Morris and Stewart out for Detroit. Brissett questionable. Brown questionable. Tatum questionable. Uh, first instincts here on Detroit. Any interest here going up against Boston in Boston? Assuming that all of these guys play for Boston, I'm not going to have any interest in Detroit. If Detroit, if Boston ends up sitting... You know, if they end up without Jason Tatum and without Jalen Brown, maybe they rule out Al Horford the day of too. You know, maybe Drew Holiday, maybe they pull a Nets. If that's the case, I'll have uh, some interest in Detroit as some runbacks, maybe. Uh, ride the little kid Cunningham hot streak, play some, uh, I don't know, Ivy's price to a point. I probably still don't even want to play him if Hayes is out. Um, still get to some of these guys as runbacks, maybe some, uh, if, if, uh, and Thompson's just listed as probable. I would pro- Thompson would probably be my favorite play here on the uh, on the Detroit side of things. But if Boston plays all their players, then I'm just scratching this, xing this whole game out. Yeah. So I already, I already bet Detroit plus seventeen um, in this game. <laughs> so here's the reason why Boston is in a perfect rest spot here. They play on Friday against Toronto. Um, so and they play the Spurs on Sunday, so they have a three and four night situation. Like this is an excellent rest spot against a terrible Detroit team. Like Tatum and Brown already being listed as questionable. Like easy, easy rest spot. And like if that ends up happening, kind of what you're saying, I would have interest in Cade. Um, I'd actually have a little bit of interest in Duran as well at sixty two hundred, but that's about it for me. Now on the Boston side, I would have, I would have a ton of interest in Drew and White. Um, it would just kind of come down to like who's in, who's out. Um, Al Horford typically sits like a back-to-back set. I would assume he sits the front end of this back-to-back, um, with Toronto being the second end of the back-to-back and like their size. So I just I have like one of those gut feelings and like getting 17 points if like Boston starts resting people. I feel like it's a good bet, so I already bet this. Um, what are your thoughts on the Boston side? Yeah, if, like I said, if everybody plays, I'm just completely xing it out. But I agree with you. I think they're likely to rest some guys here. Assuming it's just Horford and the guys with Q tags, then yeah, obviously we're gonna love Holiday, White, and even Porzingis in this spot. But I honestly think my favorite is gonna be Peyton Pritchard because just assuming this turns into somewhat of a blowout. Plus, he's going to get some extra minutes. Like, this feels like a game where Peyton Pritchard could play 30 minutes and have 40 fantasy points. Yeah, him and Hauser were those two guys that I was looking at if people, like, get ruled out for some value. Um, Mm -hmm. But Pritchard is always someone that can have the ball in his hands and actually score, so I would definitely prefer Pritchard. Um, It'd be interesting to see what Boston does in this spot. Do they rest people? Um, Like I said, it's a three-and-four-night situation. 
We know that like Tatum has been dealing with like this ankle a little bit back injury for Brown, like just seems like a good spot to rest people. So, um, and I said this totals at two twenty nine and a half. The hard rock has it at two thirty one. This game has been bet up a little bit here. So, uh, moving on, we got Indiana at Chicago, two forty and a half total in this game. The Pacers, a two and a half point favorite Brown out for Indiana. Craig Levine and Vooch out for Chicago. We'll talk about Chicago in just a second. Let's start here with Indiana. What do you like here for the Pacers? Um, not really a lot just because this is a massive pace down spot for them, but I do find pace down spots have seemed to kind of not matter that much against Indiana. A lot of the time, like they seem to really force people to play up, up to their pace and, even if they have a really slow-paced matchup, it doesn't really seem to matter at times. So Halliburton, I think, is priced cheap enough that if you're playing lots of lineups, you can still get to him. Miles Turner is just getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, and we're not worried about Andre Drummond's defense. And so at $6,900, I think um, he becomes very interesting as well. That's mostly it for me, unless we get Jalen Smith back in the starting lineup, uh, and then I think he's probably becomes pretty interesting too. Yeah, I mean, overall, um, I don't have a ton of interest in the Pacers. Even with Chicago missing a lot of pieces, I don't think there's a lot of runbacks. Uh, if anything, maybe some shots on Buddy Heald, but like his price is kind of caught up to the production recently, and like he's going to get extra shots with Bruce Brown off the floor. He's had double-digit three-point attempts in three straight games now. So, if anything, it's you know potentially taking a shot on Buddy Heald. Um, but that's really it for me. And then on the Chicago side, FanDuel priced Drummond at 8900 DraftKings has Drummond at 7500 I think he's very playable on DK. I think he's a tournament play at 88. 8900 makes you, like, really think about it. And then you're like, gosh, he gets a matchup against the Pacers. And you're like, all right, maybe 8900 is not enough. But I think you got to think about it a little bit more on FanDuel. But DK... He's he's still probably fifteen hundred dollars too cheap for this matchup. Oh, that feels so wrong, doesn't it? Like it just feels <laughs> so wrong. Well, we knew. Okay, so we knew coming in like last game. He, I mean, you just had to play him right against Atlanta. Vooch hasn't missed a game in almost two years. So we he really was, were. He was ninety five percent owned in the twenty five hundred dollar millie maker. Yeah, not high enough. Um, <laughs> Because that five percent have you know helped with the rake, but I mean we didn't we didn't necessarily know he was going to play thirty eight minutes. I think um, we had him projected at like thirty one or something like that, and I thought thirty one was like a, a high projection. And they're like, "Hey, so Vooch is out. Vooch is out. Drummond, just go play thirty eight minutes." Um, I have no worries about his minutes now. Like seeing that the other night, like this is another phenomenal spot. It's just. I don't think he's 95% owned at least this time. Yeah, I agree. I'm honestly, to be perfectly, perfectly candid with you, I'm going to wait for projections and projected ownership because I do not know what the hell I want to do with Andre Drummond because <laughs> this is such a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, the guy, when he's had minutes this year, his point per minute is just is phenomenal. Um, like, hands down, one of the best point per minute players in the NBA He's at like 1.39 um, in 32 games this year. So like if he's going to get 30 minutes, he's worth 7,500. Um, he had 25 rebounds, like 25 rebounds. The dude just 
a rebounding machine, and he gets the Pacers, one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA, one of the worst teams against bigs in the NBA. I, I mean, just you couldn't have asked for a better spot for Drummond to get a price up um, spot. I love Miles Turner. <laughs> okay. I think everybody's going to forget about him. And I think people are not just not going to realize how much Andre Drummond in there is going to hurt uh, their defense and how much that's just going to be there for Miles Turner to just clean up all the block shots. Uh, I think he's a just the more I think about it, I think he's a phenomenal tournament play. Yeah, I mean, on the Chicago side, I like Drummond, obviously. I have a little bit of interest in Caruso in this pace up spot. He got 29 minutes the other night. Um, with Levine and Brown still out for this game, or Vooch, not Brown. Vooch and Levine still out. I, I assume Caruso gets around 30 minutes again, um, so I don't mind taking some shots on him. AU played 35 minutes the other night, so, I mean, if he if he's going to get a, a lot of minutes here, I think like you could take some shots on him in tournaments as well. Yeah, I think I was somewhat interesting here. Drummond obviously is great. And then Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan, I'm definitely going to have interest in, specifically Kobe White. He let me down uh, the last night that I played him, but he still fired up 22 shot attempts, um, and he just wasn't hitting any of them. So I still really like Kobe White. Anything else from this game? No, sir. Utah at New Orleans, 237.5 total here. The Pelicans, a 8.5-point favorite. Fontecchio questionable for utah nance questionable ryan out for new orleans we'll start with utah um getting healthy utah is getting healthy horton tucker's back um clarkson's back marketing's back everyone's back the pricing is kind of like for for some of these guys is still priced like people are out any interest here in the utah side of this game not really. I'm going to want to wait and see the starting lineup. And, you know, if we happen to get Walker Kessler back starting again, then, yeah, maybe I'm going to have some interest in him going up against Jonas Valanciunas, only 6,100. Um, but they just have, like, their guards are just all so healthy now that they don't have to play anyone more than 30 minutes. Um, and they probably won't. And so Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton, I do think there are still ceilings there. Um, but it's probably just Laurie Markinen, um, and then Walker Kessler if he starts for me. So I, I do want to point out, and I, I talk about this all the time, but New Orleans is a team you can attack with like three point shooters. Um, so I think that this is potentially a spot you could take some shots on, like Jordan Clarkson. Um, so I don't necessarily hate this spot for um clarkson so I, I talked about this the other day with like desmond bain if you even if you don't want to play like clarkson and dfs you could take some shots on like his three-point props here um if he's gonna chuck a little bit this is a spot i could see clarkson having a good three-point night um on the new orleans side ingram 78 zion 77 valentina 71 mccollum 68 um utah is a fantastic matchup they're a very bad defensive team they're going to push the pace um any interest here in the pelicans all of them are viable and it's tough like i kind of feel like about them is how i feel about a team like chicago when they're healthy and their prices are around this point one of these guys is probably going to have a very good game especially in a good matchup like utah I just don't really know which I have interest in. So if I'm running a ton of lineups, I want to play a little bit of Ingram, a little bit of Williamson, a little bit of JV, and a little bit of McCollum. 
Um, but in like a single entry type thing, it's really hard for me to pick one of them and be like, yes, this is the guy that stands out and I want to get to a ton of him. Uh, Zion is probably my favorite, closely, very closely followed by Brandon Ingram. But if I'm playing a lot of lineups, I would want to mix in some McCollum and Valanciunas as well. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we got Dallas at Minnesota. Dallas are only back-to-back on this slate. No total in this game uh, with Dallas being on a back-to-back. Cat is questionable. Um, Luca, like, he's been dealing with this quad. I don't know, like, if we necessarily see him play the second end of a back-to-back. Tough matchup going up against Minnesota. Kind of hope, like, Luca gets ruled out in this game and, like, Dallas becomes chalky because I think I'd fade them. I, I think this would be a spot where I could be underweight on Dallas value because like Hardaway and Exum are both over 6k now as well. So I think if Luca ends up sitting here, I might, I might take a stand on Dallas on this slate. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Obviously we saw them fail in a big way last time and this is a a tough of of a matchup as it comes. Um, I would maybe be even tempted to take a, take a shot on somebody like an AJ Lawson in this spot assume it turns out into a blowout like their last situation um, and just go with some, as opposed to playing uh, as opposed to playing Jaden Hardy, Grant Williams, Exum and lively go with prosper and, uh, and uh, AJ Lawson. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I just, like I said, I hope Dallas gets chalky. That's I want Luca to sit and Dallas get chalky. That might be where I take my like eight game like stand on this slate. Uh, Minnesota side, I mean, if Cat sits, Gobert I think is okay. Um, Nas Reed fifty nine hundred. Don't necessarily want to take shots on him. Uh, Jaden McDaniel's has been playing really solid minutes. Um, and then the other night I talked about like Kyle Anderson potentially getting more minutes. That didn't happen. They also got blown out. Um, any interest here in Minnesota? Not really. If Towns is out, I think Anthony Edwards becomes a great play. Gobert becomes interesting, and you can take shots on Reed McDaniels. Uh, uh, that's probably it. If Towns plays, I'm probably just not going to play anybody from this team. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah, if, if I really want to see like if Cat plays or not, but it, like if Cat sits, I'll I'll take some shots on Edwards. Um, I'll take I'll take shots on Edwards. I think regardless if Cat plays or not, just because like his ceiling is just so high when he's shooting well. 
Uh, Memphis at Denver. 225 and a half total here. Denver, a seven-point favorite on the Memphis side. Adams, Clark, Kennard, Rose out. John Morant, questionable. Um, on the Denver side, Aaron Gordon out. We'll start with Memphis. Um, hey, John Morant on the injury report here. Dealing with an illness. Um, any interest in Memphis? If Ja plays, not a ton. Just like MME interest in Morant, Bain. For what it's worth, I took your advice from the morning grind the other day. I don't remember who was on with you, but I didn't. I there were no uh, on prize picks. There were no more options on uh, three three points made for Desmond Bain, and I didn't really like the total points. But I took his more than nine uh, three point attempts, and I cashed on my prize picks cards with ten because you were talking about how uh, it was a great three point matchup and uh, having Morant in there. Opens up a lot of three-point shots for Bain, so I got that in there. So I want to shout you out for that one. Um, so maybe I'll look at a little something like that again, but they're healthy now. So with Morant in, I don't really have any interest in these guys. Yeah, Bain, um, I mean, he's now like three straight games he's taken at least 12 threes. Um, he's shooting a lot. Jaws getting him some open looks, and I mean, the assist numbers are up. I think that helps like Jaw being on the floor, like, his assist rate is up a little bit. So, I mean, I I still think Desmond Bain is someone we could take shots on with or without um, Ja. I kind of want Ja to play so I can get Bain at low ownership again. Um, he was very low on the other night. So, um, Triple J, I, I talked about this. Like, he's really been the guy that's been hurt the most from Ja being back. So, if Ja sits here, I'd actually have some interest in Triple J. At 7K, yeah, I think he'd be great. Yeah, and then Marcus Smart came back and played 29 minutes the other night um, out of nowhere. So if Ja were to sit here, Marcus Smart actually might pop as like one of the best value plays on the slate. So um, that that surprised me. I didn't expect Marcus Smart in his first game in over a month to come back and play 29 minutes. Um, so And it was a foot injury. So I didn't either. And actually, I feel like even if Morant is in, he's still in play because if that gets up to like 31 um 5400 is way too cheap for him he won't be 5400 um next week so no i mean this might be the cheapest we get smart in a while uh any interest here on the denver side of this game Jokic and murray um oh i guess yeah we got aaron gordon out now so that does open things up a little bit because he got bit by a dog on christmas day and i want to <laughs> know more about that story because he's got hand bites he's got head bites he's got face bites what was he doing on christmas day how close did he get to this dog whose dog was it i want to know more um, but that does, I think, open up Michael Porter Jr., 6,100. Um, that's the cheapest we've gotten to him in quite a while. So I like, uh, Michael Porter, like all season, maybe like, cause Michael Porter Jr. Been cheaper than 6,100 all year. I'm looking sick right at the very beginning. 5,800 was how he started the year. And then, uh, since the fourth game of the season, he hasn't been cheaper than that. So I think Michael Porter Jr. Becomes very interesting. Um, Murray is is great and Jokic is obviously the priority one but mpj in the mid-range and then we'll have to see who pops into the starting lineup like if all of a sudden peyton watson is starting i think i would have interest in him too it'd be interesting if it's watson or braun i hope it's yeah. braun if if christian braun draws a start here and he's gonna play 30 minutes um 3900 it's too cheap so i i'm with you i want to see who starts i would have interest in either person um 
assuming it's one of these two guys that starts, I would have interest in them. So, I mean, I was kind of, I was looking really quick to see um, if there's any like projected starting lineups posted yet. And I don't see any, Um, I would assume like if I had to guess, Justin holiday could start too, I guess. Um, I mean, we know Murray, KCP, Porter, Jokic, but it'd be interesting to see like if it's Braun or Holiday or Jackson that draws the start um, in this game. But I hope, I really hope it's Braun because he's he's really cheap. But yeah, I mean, Jokic always in play in any matchup, um, especially in these competitive games. Not the greatest matchup in the world. I actually would prefer like saving a little money to Jamal Murray, but if they do end up starting like holiday in this spot, like you rebounds, you'd think the rebounds go up for Jokic and uh, Michael Porter Jr. in that scenario. Yeah, I agree with you. San Antonio at Portland, 232 and a half total here. Portland four point favorites. Um Sharp out for this game, Aiton out for this game. We kind of already got that news. It sounds like Wimby will play this game and then rest on Friday's game um, against Portland. Same matchup. Let's start here with San Antonio. I'm still, I I said this the other day. um, I think it was Tim that was on with me. And I was worried that like Wimby's minutes are, are, are still kind of capped and like, I think I'm going to need to see him play 30 minutes, but on the, on the like GPP brain of side of my mind, 8,700 is the cheapest we've had Wimby since November 30th. Um, if he if he were to get thirty plus minutes in this game, he's too cheap. Yeah, I was gonna say like because his price has dropped due to these minutes limits, and we re- we really been rarely seeing price dips on DraftKings all year long. Um, so because of these his going down with these minutes limits, as soon as he's off of it, he's basically becomes the best play on the slate. As soon as we get 30-plus minutes for Wemby again, at this price, he's one of the top plays on the slate. So we'll definitely have to monitor, monitor that if he is still on a minutes limit. I don't really think I have interest in that much of anyone. Like, I think Devin Vassell is fine. Um, I think Jeremy Sohan is is fine. But I don't really want to play him. I think I can just get higher ceilings elsewhere. Um, Champagne has been playing – putting like been – producing really really well lately but it's been in limited minutes as a starter um he's just been putting up really good peripheral stats and shooting a really good percentage so i don't have a ton of interest anywhere but i I, outside of wemby um if he plays full minutes and then if he's on a minutes limit maybe just sprinkles of the cell sohan um champagne in 150 maxes but that'd be it Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover 
for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Uh, Portland side of this one, no Aiton, no Sharp. Uh, Brogdon, 7,400. Great matchup going up against San Antonio here for Portland. I mean, this could be a spot. Simons has a ceiling game. You know, he has been a lot better at home this season than on the road. I, I, I hate those splits, but... For some reason, some people play better at home in the NBA. So I have interest in Simons. I have some interest in Brogdon. Um, Jeremiah Grant's just been really bad. Like, he's not rebounding. He's not actively rebounding. He just hasn't been great. So I think I'll pass on him, even with Sharp and Aiton out, and maybe, like, take some shots on, like, Scoot Henderson at 5K instead. This is my top team on the slate, uh, and by a fairly wide margin. Anthony Simons and Malcolm Brogdon, I think, are two of the very top plays on the slate. I'll want to probably have one of those guys in every lineup, and if I don't, it'll be it'll have Scoot Henderson. I'll probably make a rule. I want to play one, at least one of Simons, Brogdon, and Scoot in every lineup I play. Um, if it's close, Simons and Brogdon should play big minutes and absolutely smash. If it's not, Scoot will get in there. Additionally. I want to I'll, – I'll maybe consider playing a little bit of Moses Brown, but knowing that he's going to likely be a fake starter again, Duop Reith I think is arguably the very best salary saver on the slate. Played 32 minutes off the bench last game, 41 fantasy points. Obviously, we can't expect that again, but um, I do think he is the likely – him and Jabari Walker, even if Moses Brown starts, they're more likely to go there. So I like these these big men off the bench, Walker, Reith, I hope neither of them start so I can get that play them low owned. Um, and like the, the Kamaras, the tie bowls, I don't really think I need to get there because I don't think there's a ceiling, but Jabari, but Duop Reith and Jabari Walker and, and Scoot Henderson, I know there's a big ceiling and these are going to be my, some of my favorite tournament plays on the slate. I'm hoping they go overlooked because they're not starters. Yeah. I think you make some great points here. Um, I have a ton of interest in Jabari Walker. Like, would he have come back in the fourth quarter if that game was closer against Sacramento the other night? Um, I know, like, Thibault got a lot of the run in the fourth quarter, and then they, like, checked in, like, the guys to kind of finish out the blowout. But um, I'm just – I'm interested. Like, Jabari Parker played the whole second quarter, all 12 minutes. Um, would he have come back in that fourth quarter is a good question, I think, to ask ourselves. So um, I'm with you on Moses Brown. I know he had three fouls, but he had one foul at halftime. He picked up two fouls in the third quarter um, and just never checked back into that game. I am much more interested in playing Reith. I'm with you. Um, I, I have a ton of interest in Jabari Walker as well. I had, so I played because of late swapping around. There was the $2,500 Millie Maker the other night on DraftKings, and I had a ticket into it, so that's why I was playing. And I just have this huge climb from like literally – 990th place all the way up to like a hundredth. And so I'm feeling pretty good about it. It's a ticket. If I make five grand off a ticket, I'm thrilled. I don't care that it's a min cash. Um, and it just drops and drops and drops. And I had wreath and Walker together and I was feeling, sorry, I had Moses Brown and Walker together, which sucked. Cause I had wreath before that. And I switched it to Brown. 
Um, but anyways, I'm just pumped about this, right? Because I see these guys are playing well. I had Anthony Simons too. They're raising all the way up the, the ladder. I ended up finishing one spot, the last spot outside of the min cash, 0.25 points outside of a min cash. I was so upset. He's like, give me just one point. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. Miami at Golden State. 225 and a half total in this game. Golden State, a two-point favorite. Butler, Lowry, questionable. Martin, Richardson, doubtful. Robinson, questionable. So a lot of potential injury news here on the Miami side. And this is a late game. Green and Peyton out for Golden State. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Heat? Oof, that is a lot of Q tags. Bam Adebayo, I think, is a lot of potential to be a smash play with all these guys out. Same with Tyler Harrow. The guy that I think I would like the best is Jaime Hawkes. Um, as long as he's getting high 30 minutes, I like playing him at that price tag. And so we're going to have to wait and see how many guys are actually ruled out. Like, realistically, there's a chance we could end up getting Jamal Kane as one of the best value plays on the slate. Kevin Love is somebody we want to press the lock button on because he's going to start and play 30 minutes because they have no one else. Um, Haywood Highsmith might even become a little bit interesting if he's going to play 30 minutes. So we'll have to see how many of these players end up being out. If Jimmy plays and Duncan Robinson plays, I'm all of a sudden going to have, and Kyle Lowry plays, I'll have a lot less interest in this team. If all this, if all those guys are out, I'll play Bam, I'll play Harrow, Hawkes will be my favorite, and then I'll mix in some Kevin Love, Highsmith, and maybe even Jamal Kane. We'll see if all these guys are out. Yeah, I think Hawkes is playable with Martin doubtful, uh, with Josh Richardson doubtful, Robinson questionable. Like, I think there's enough that's already going to be out for him um, to potentially get there. But, like, my question is, who the heck is going to stop Bam on Golden State? Like Looney's going to try, but I think this is going to be a big, big game for Bam. Um, I liked him the other night against Philadelphia. I really like him in this spot. I like him even more if Butler sits. His usage goes up with Butler off the floor. Um, so really like Bam. On the Golden State side of things, um, you're right, Carolina guy. I always like Podsy. Um I, there's no reason that Podsy should be under 6K still. Uh, this guy just keeps Why crushing. Why did his price go down? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he got hurt. He got hurt in the Washington game, was it? No, in the Boston game. He got hurt in the Boston game. He was crushing, got hurt, um, fell on his back or something in that game. And, but, then, went, and yeah. then he went up to 62, up yeah. to 63, had 43 points at 63, down to 55. 43 points again. And he's still below 6K. I don't get it. Yeah, Ponzi's the best play for sure. I think if you're running 150, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Jonathan Kaminga, those three guys are all in play. But, like, the only guy who's, like, a legit great play, and he is a legit great play, is Ponzi. Yeah, I mean, hate the matchup just overall. Um, going up against Miami, Clay and Steph can get hot against any team and like get there. But I, I mean, the matchup's not fantastic. If now, if people start getting ruled out, I have a lot more interest in clay, but I, I mean, I really like Podsy. I mean, that's the guy that I want to play. He's, he is like, he's taking over like this Draymond role. He's getting assists. He's getting rebounds. He's still scoring. He's active defensively. Like 
he just fills up the stat sheet so much for a guy that has like point guard shooting guard eligibility. So, yep, like Podsy again. We finish out the slate with Charlotte at LA taking on the Lakers here 220 yeah, 227 total in this game. Lakers 13 point favorites um on the Charlotte side of things, sorry. I was trying to pull up the injury report because when I did my research, it wasn't up yet. Uh, all right, so Lamelo's out, Gordon Hayward's out, Brandon Miller's questionable, Mark Williams is doubtful, Nick Lakina is out, and then on the Lakers side, Anthony Davis is questionable, LeBron's questionable, Cam Reddish is questionable, Gabe Vincent's out. Uh, let's start with Charlotte here. Any interest here in the Hornets? Rozier and Bridges, I think, are really strong tournament plays. Um, really regardless of what's going on in on the LA side of things, it'll just really depend on how I'd want to stack that back up on the other side. But Rozier and Bridges are definitely the guys. PJ Washington's been putting up great point per minute numbers. I just don't really like that. I'm not going to get more, like I'm going to get less than 30 minutes from him. Um, he just needs to have insane production to put up the same good scores that he's been doing, but there's not really a crazy high ceiling in there unless he gets back over 30 minutes. So, Nick Richards is 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 fine. Nick Richards, I think, is totally a okay. Bridges and Rozier are the priorities, though. I couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Other side of this game, the Lakers side. If Anthony Davis plays in this game, he smashes. Um, yeah. I, this is a this is one of the best matchups he could draw. If this game stays remotely close and AD plays thirty six plus minutes he's gonna end with like a 15 to 20 rebound game and like 30 plus points but if we get ad without lebron too whoo yeah we one can only hope the game potentially stays closer in that scenario yeah exactly ad's priority one lebron would be fine if he plays but i just i i have a really tough time imagining i get there instead of anthony davis like i would just rather play anthony davis against charlotte um, who hasn't allowed fun fact about Charlotte. They haven't allowed less than 50 fantasy points to a big man since 2013. So it's been 12 straight years. It's been 10 straight years that every single game they've played, they've allowed over uh, 50 fantasy points to a big man, which is totally a real stat that I didn't just make up on the spot, but they're terrible against bigs. Um, and so, yeah, Davis is definitely the main priority. Austin Reeves is, fine but i just need want it's like kind of how i feel about pj washington i want more minutes from him if you're gonna give me 33 minutes of austin reeves yeah i'm all in i'm playing him but uh at that price tag with those amount of minutes if lebron and anthony davis play it's really just anthony davis if those guys happen to be out then we can start looking at the hachimura's uh and the christian woods especially if vanderbilt's out I think Hachimura is in play in large field tournaments regardless. 4,800 matchup with Charlotte. He's played at least 29 minutes in three straight games. So I think they want to get him minutes. Um, I mean, if people get ruled out, it's it's only better. His ownership would probably go up, though. That's the only problem. But, yeah, I think regardless, I, I think Hachimura is a large field tournament play here. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Football podcast coming up at 11.15 if you're watching on YouTube, hanging out with us. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, eight, let's do favorite play, 
under 5K to go 7X. We have options today for sure. Duop Wreath. <laughs> I figured that's who you're going to end up taking. Um, I was trying to do bop a doop. Yeah, I'm going to stay on that same team and say Jabari Walker um, at 4,200. Love it. I wrote down Wreath, but I like both those guys. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Yeah, don't necessarily like the spot for him as well. I'm going to go Halliburton, and it's not even the fact that like I don't necessarily like Halliburton as a play here. It's just like he's probably the my least favorite in this like price range. Um, so I, I hope he doesn't get there. Favorite 6X play today? I guess Andre Drummond. What's that? I guess Andre Drummond. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I was just I don't looking. I feel good about it. I was just looking to see if like his rebound prop was up. Um, I take have... it back. I take it back. I can't do it. Anthony Simons. All right. I was looking at Drummond's and see if his rebound prop is up. They have everybody up on the Chicago team except for Drummond. They're not going <laughs> to give us any props. Um, my favorite, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but um, I, I guess I won't say I won't say Drummond as well. Um, that's who I wrote down, but keep the game fun. I'm going to go Derek White, and it's I, I really think Tatum and Jalen Brown sit for Boston today. Um, so I'm going to go Derek White. If they play, I don't like Derek White as much, um, but if they're out, Derek White smashes. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I'm going to go – I don't know how weird he's going to be, but I was thinking Malcolm Brogdon. Do you think that's going to be weird, or do you think he's going to be owned? So hard to tell the night before. Um, I think it's okay. I think it's really going to depend on like injury news. Yeah. I am going to go Jordan Clarkson. I really like Jordan Clarkson. I like three-point shooters against this um, Pelicans team. He has taken 17-plus shots in back-to-back games. Um, he came back, and he's like shooting. So I don't know if he was like injured and trying to play through like the injury or what, was wor- what wasn't working for Clarkson. But we've seen a... Much different Jordan Clarkson in the last couple games. So I'm going to ride it. I'm going to take Jordan Clarkson as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. I will say I looked at um, three pointers made for marketing and it's three and a half plus money. It's so tempting. Um, So tempting here. Um, Any bets or anything standing out to you here? No, nothing uh, in particular the night before, but I will have lots of content coming throughout the day on Thursday. Um, I will be on uh, no more shows, but I will have NBA uh, prize picks article, NFL prize picks article, and then NFL expert survey too. So lots of lots of prize pick stuff coming throughout the day, both NBA and then for the NFL showdown slate. Awesome. I'll be on Thursday night football pre-lock show with chop um, tomorrow. So for Thursday night football, uh, my bet that I like, this isn't available on prize picks yet. I'm assuming it will be, but uh, I'm going to go to Laurie marketing for Utah. He has at 33 and a half uh, points, rebounds, assist at minus 120. I, I just bet this. Um, I like it a lot. He's been playing really well. This is a phenomenal matchup for threes. Uh, so I'm going to go Laurie. Marketing 
over 33 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. TJ, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, pleasure as always, my friend, and uh, good luck to, on all the all the slates, NBA, NFL, NHL, to all the all to especially to those who are grinding all three at once. Oh yeah, fun time. We got college football going on, um, so hope everyone has a fantastic NBA Thursday. We're back tomorrow again. If you're hanging out with us live on YouTube, feel free to come back in about 25 minutes and watch the football show. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.